Hey guys, so welcome to the seventh episode, season four of the Team Whisperer Show. And in this season, we are going to discuss journeys of various podcasters all over the world and how they are doing podcasts, their future goals, and many more. In today's episode, we have a guest who has a music podcast called Bruce Springsteen Podcast. If I'm correct, because he is actually the host of many podcasts, so it's hard for me to find which is the perfect one he is in. So we'll take that about later as well in this, you know, in this episode. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Jesse Jackson. Uh, so, Mr. Jackson, uh, it's great to have you on the show. And uh, please tell a bit about yourself and your podcast. Absolutely, Jeffrey. I am thrilled to be here. I am really, I'm looking forward to talking to you, kind of sharing a little bit about my podcast journey, hopefully um, learning a little bit more about yours. Uh, yes, as you said, my name is Jesse Jackson. I am uh, a 60-year-old guy living in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I am married. I have an adult son and um, kind of, I've been a fan of a lot of different you know, I've been reading comic books all my life. I love science fiction and Doctor Who, Star Trek. Um, but the thing I think we're going to mostly talk about today um, is Bruce Springsteen and my podcast. And I, I am, I've always loved music. I grew up, my parents always played music on the radio. Um, and I've gone through periods where, you know, I love the Beach Boys and and you know, and, and Queen and and Johnny Cash, but um, it, over the years, Bruce Springsteen's music has just kind of touched me and and kind of spoken to me. And uh, five years this September uh, ago, I started uh, a podcast called Set Lusting Bruce, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. And what I do is I talk to Bruce Springsteen fans from around the world. Um, I've had people from the UK, uh, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Russia, US, Canada, um, and they just join me and we sit down and we talk about uh, Bruce's music, how it is um, it's affected their life, how it's helped them celebrate their successes, helped them to get better with their with their defeats, how they've you know fall in love to it, how they've worked through um, sickness and um, and even death and so um, I I just am really passionate and, and I think music is important to us I think music is an important part of everyone's life and so I just like talking to people about their passions and as of course the dog decides hey yeah the dog's like hey I want to be on the podcast so yes sorry that's all right. So uh, just listen, you know, because curious, you said, you know, you're a fan of Beach Boys and everything. So have you ever heard of Backstreet Boys? Absolutely. Great harmony. Wonderful <laughs> band. Is that one of your uh, favorites? Of course. Uh, Backstreet Boys, uh, Blue, you know, that'll be like four guys like, uh, uh, I don't remember the uh, Duncan James, you know, he will actually be kind of the lead there. And uh, Boyzone and uh, Best Life. So these four guys actually, you know, my uh, favorite guys ever, I think. I think they are just, you know, I mean, like, I'm coming from a place, it's actually really rare to hear those kinds of songs because, you know, we, only once a week, they will just put, show me the meaning of love of Backstreet Boys. And for that one, I have to wait for a week and it was so frustrating, but still enjoyed just the three and a half minutes of it. So, yeah, I think, I think, I mean, like, what's your favorite? Is your favorite any one of that, like Backstreet Boys or Blue? Any any suggestions on that? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I love the, the, 
joy of the Backstreet Boys, their beautiful harmony. Um, you know, they've been, uh, they've done a lot of stuff. I know they're fans of a lot of music. They've been on different tribute albums. So yeah, um, you know, I, you know, I want to have it your way, or I'm getting the title wrong, right? But just, I love all their harmonies. Absolutely. Great band. Oh, great. Uh, so what's your experience of, you know, just uh, because you you said you're actually, I mean, like, not in a bad way, just you're 60 years old, so, so much experienced guy. So what's your thought on music, like, you know, back in those days, like, uh, you know, Backstreet Boys and stuff, and to now, like, many people, like, uh, I, I couldn't recollect right now the exact name because I'm not so attached to that band music right now, but... Uh, What's your thoughts on that? Like, is there anything like, you know, uh, culture, difference, anything like that? What's your thought? So I think one of the things that is good and bad, Jeffrey, is like all things, when we move forward, there's pluses and there's minuses. Um, when I grew up way back, um, I, I graduated, I, I was, I graduated high school in 77. So my teen years were like, you know, the late 60s, early 70s. And back then, um, and I'm going to sound like an old fart, right? Back in the old days. But, um, you know, I listened to AM radio. And uh, AM radio played a little bit of everything. They played, you had crossover country hits. You had rock and roll. You had soul. You had rhythm and blues. You had pop. You know, everything was played in one thing. And so you may hear, you know, um, Fog Hat and then Bad Company, and then Barry Manilow, and then Queen, and then Crystal Gale, and just, you know, different musical all kind of going on. Well, now then, the beauty is we can hear any music we want. Like, if, if you mentioned to me saying, hey, Jesse, I really like XYZ Band, I can go in there, pull up the screen, Google, find a song, and listen to it free. I can hear it. Um, Sirius XM, you know, the, the satellite radio, there is channels for sixties, seventies, eighties. You can have, they have a queen channel. They have a grateful dead channel. They have a Springsteen channel. Uh, they have heavy metal. They have country. They have classical show tunes. So if you are into, let's say for your example, you love Backstreet Boys and pop, you can have a channel. That's all you listen to. And and I think in a way that's sad because you aren't getting those different diversities. You aren't hearing the different things. You're not hearing Barry White do a song and then followed by, you know, um, somebody like, you know, Barry White and then followed by maybe, you know, a Beatles song followed by, you know, somebody like, um, you know, Mac Davis, you know, I'm going through all these seventies things. And right now you don't, you don't hear, if you're going to listen to Taylor Swift, you listen to Taylor Swift. You don't listen to, uh, you know, you aren't hearing these different songs. And I think in a lot of ways that's sad. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's kind of cultural thing. I think, you know, every, like every country has to go in this uh, uh, shift sometimes, but it, yeah, it just, it just kind of ends up in this. So what's your opinion on, you know, the importance of music when it comes to podcasting? Because I've heard many people like, you know, put music as kind of like a hook 
at the start you know to just yeah. you know to drag people all the way along into the podcast like because if you are posting a true, true crime podcast or you know a romance podcast it's not easy to you know just to make that tension of it so what yeah. do you think is the importance of that podcast you know music in when it comes to podcast so one of the things that i find is interesting and um is for the longest time I just would pick a different Bruce Springsteen song to be my introduction. I would play like 30, 45 seconds of the song. And then at the beginning, and I would play 30, 45 seconds of the same song as the ending. And um, one of my, I had a guest who was a musician. And he said, well, let me write your own theme. Let me write a theme for you. And so that's what I've been doing for the past three or four years. He wrote me a theme music. Um, and so that was really nice of him. Um, there are podcasts that when I hear that theme music, I immediately smile. I'm in that mood, uh, you know, where, um, you know, there's a, the shipping room podcast is a podcast all about romances on TV shows. And they have a song that they play that gets you in the mood. Uh, Penn Gillette's Penn Sunday school has him singing his own version of a hymn, uh, that gets you in the mood. But, um, I don't know if you've ever listened to the podcast called We Got This, but there, there, yeah, if you listen, um, and I'm going to do it wrong, Jeffrey, but basically when you play it, it goes, podcast should have a theme song. No, they shouldn't. Yes, they should. People are just going to skip it. You're right. <laughs> Is there, That's their theme. They play every bit. And, and I think there's a lot of truth to that, right? Uh, so I think... I, I think if you find the right song that gets you in the right mood, it can be incredibly perfect. But the bottom line is, are you, I think what makes a podcast successful is do people like listening to your discussion? Do they, do, do they, are you someone that, they want to have virtually join them in their car or their living room and, and hear the conversation. I I've been told, and I tell people set lusting Bruce is basically if you were standing in line to go see a Bruce Springsteen concert and you were overhearing two guys or, or, or two people talk, and you're eavesdropping on the conversation. That's what it, that's what I hope it feels like. And that's my goal. Wow, wow, that's great. And, you know, how do you actually got the idea that you want to, you know, just uh, go with this uh, Bruce Springsteen? Like, there are tons of other people like out there, but is there, did you do any research on like these much of people or, you know, having like big audience or anything like that? Or it's just out of interest that came out? So, thank you. Um, the Adam Carella, the comedian, his wife's name is Lynette Carella, and she was doing a podcast for a little bit where she interviewed friends of hers, like Phil Rosenthal, who created Everyone Loves Raymond. And she talked to him just about Bruce Springsteen's music. They didn't talk anything about his Everyone Loves Raymond. They didn't talk about any of his other work. They just talked to Bruce Springsteen fandom. And I adored that. There's also a, fan, a film called Bruce Springsteen and I where um, a filmmaker had people 
uh, record their thoughts on Bruce Springsteen and they interviewed people about their fandom and they put it together in a film. And so those two things kind of thought me, well, because I love Bruce and his music has meant so much to me, let me see if I can find other fans to talk to. And so almost five years later and, you know, 400 episodes, um, I keep, I keep finding people who want to share their story. Wow. How do you find those people anyway? I mean, like, it's not easy to find that one particular person's fans. Yeah. It's, I mean, like if he's a big guy, it's obviously easy to find, but uh, is it, is is it like, is is there no rush? Like 400 episodes for five years. Is it like, how is it possible? Do you keep that same vibe? Like, didn't you ever get bored? So I don't get bored. Um, because I, I genuinely love talking to people and I enjoy hearing their story. Um, I do a lot of work. Um, I am, uh, for about one year in my career, I sold life insurance. I was an insurance agent. And the joke is if you're an insurance agent, you're always prospecting. You're always yeah. looking <laughs> always to, else to talk to, yeah, always in sales, that. right? Well, <laughs> yeah. I am always looking for guests. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, at least once a week, you will see me send out a Twitter account saying, you know, a tweet saying, hey, do you, are you passionate about Bruce Springsteen? Do you love music? Do you want to talk? Always looking for guests on Set Lessing Bruce. Um, if, if, you, if I talk to someone and they mention they have a real good friend who loves Bruce, I'll say, oh, please have them reach out to me so they can join me on the show. Um, I do, uh, I, you know, I go on Facebook pages, uh, like where we connected, you know, where find a guest to be a guest where I go, Hey, um, are you passionate about music? Do you want to do, um, I, I, I have a fear Jeffrey that I'm going to run out of guests. So I, I have a, um, I have currently, um, about five or six guests scheduled in advance um and i have about three or four episodes already recorded so um just worried that i'm going to run a point where no one wants to talk to me and what am i going to do so i end up getting such a backlog that over the summer i've been doing two episodes a week just because i i don't think it's fair that if i talk to you know you and first of june and i don't end up releasing it to August. So I've been doing two episodes a week for that. But yes, I am always worried about that. And I'm always, um, I, in fact, I'm telling you right now, your listeners, if you love Bruce Springsteen, or if you love anyone, let's say like you, you love Backstreet Boys, let's have you on the show to talk about that. Let's say you love Led Zeppelin, or The Temptations, or Jimi Hendrix, or, you know, um, let me know. I just had a guy on a couple weeks ago that was a big Kurt Cobain and Nirvana fan. And he shared about how that music helped him get through his own addictions. Wow, wow. That's, and you know, yeah, it, the funny thing is that we have a saying in uh, when it comes to, you know, in India, most of the times, uh, the broken hearted guys, whenever they hear a song, it will be like the scripts, like, you know, the lyrics are exactly written for them. That's how it works. Every single time Absolutely. when you hear that, it'll be like only for you. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's the funniest thing. And uh, 
how do you actually get them to talk about the personal stuff like you said you know from personal and everything like how they get off of addiction and everything do they open up so easily when it comes to music like that i don't know um <laughs> i think part of it is um uh, i actually seem i do care about them and um i i think i give my guest a a a feeling of safety and in a friendship and then i tell them beforehand i go okay like if you were joining on my podcast i'd say okay jeffrey um i don't do a lot of edits so you're going to hear all the uhs so's and you know i said but if you say something you wish you had not said i will go back and take that away so i think that's part of it they feel a little bit um the other thing is i think for some reason um and and it's just i'm lucky i, I have a gift that people like talking to me and uh so <laughs> well, no, <laughs> and they no will surprise on that yeah yeah um and i am always i'm always honored when someone opens up we mm-hmm. um i had a guest who was uh specifically fighting depression and we started talking about their their battle and and sharing and um you know and i just try to give them words of encouragement and i think by sharing that much of ourselves not only does it make a good podcast but it's healing for both the listener and the person telling the story yeah yeah i couldn't agree more because and the music is sort of another different world when it comes to podcasting or any of the stuff yes. and uh, it it can just drive into deep because the morning i was recording a podcast the stand up comedian and the way that he expressed you know his emotions like what he has done in the past and how he overcome that and it changed my whole perspective when it comes to comedians because we always say that you know they always have this energy enthusiastic and it will be like just like them if they will always be happy and they are not they actually suffer a lot and it's not easy to show them you know on stage and stuff yeah i, I couldn't agree more and um, Yeah, so coming on to this, there's another question I want to ask you is that, so hosting of multiple shows, you are doing like, you know, many shows and I have seen many people comment on the post saying that, uh, you know, my co-host is not actually, you know, working like properly and consistent and all and everything. So what are the required, like required talents or skills that should be required when it comes to, you know, co-hosting and everything and stuff? So one of the things I, I have a co-host on my Doctor Who podcast, the guy named Charles Skaggs, um, he has been we had been friends beforehand um he had always been a big doctor who fan longer than i have and so when um rob southgate who owns um our media southgate media group is who my podcast is part of when he reached out to me and said hey do you want to do a doctor who podcast um you know i immediately thought of charles and so we've been doing that probably 4 or 5 years um and we just we truly are friends and so we get together and each of us do um there were times when i drove the agenda and did more of the heavy lifting um lately for the past 3 or 4 years he's been more comfortable doing that so like he comes up with the topics and we're going to discuss and we share back and forth um so that's part of it um I loved sometimes wish I had a co-host for Set Lusting Bruce because it would be nice sometimes to um you know have someone else to discuss 
but um, the format tends to be just one-on-one -on -one and sharing with it so that it, it works well for this. But with my other podcast, like Bruce, I, I do Next Stop Everywhere um, is the Doctor Who podcast. I do a fandom zone, which is where we talk about comic book TV shows. Currently, we're covering Stargirl, the CW show. Um, so we do that. And then I do a podcast with a bunch of my buddies called How Many, uh, which is just an excuse for four or five of my friends. We all get together and we basically just um, talk about silly subjects and record it and put it out. And, and I, we may have 50 people listen to it, but we have fun recording it. So we don't care. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what matters because until like you, you are happy. I think, you know, your audience might become happy as well. I think so. Yes. I yeah, think so. You know, though, yes. Yeah, you were mentioning about Stargirl in CW. You guys didn't do like Arrow or Flash, anything like that. Uh, no, um, we we we've done some of them. Um, we we did Watchmen when HBO was doing Watchmen. We did an episode every week for covered that. Uh, we did we did a season for we did a when Amazon had the boys, which was based on a comic book. We did a episode on that. Um, we just kind of pick and choose which ones we're going to do. Our podcast um, network has a has several um, podcasts that are doing. They cover the Flash every week. They cover Green Arrow every week. They cover um, you know um, you know Black Lightning and Marvel Comics and DC Comics and Batman and Gotham. So all of them. So we just kind of do this kind of for us just as we if we're really passionate about a show we'll share and talk about it well wow, that's great that's great so uh just to, the next thing i want to ask is that uh the patrons that you guys are doing i actually saw in your latest post that you were you know doing like that and it's very really interesting because as a podcasting goes you know there are many ways to of course you know uh, like get money from podcasting like sponsorships affiliate links and everything and stuff so why Patreon? Like, what's the advantage of that? And, you know, it's not easy to, you know, to pay someone, like, you know, to do that and, uh, you know, give them extra stuff. So what's your take on that? How do you actually do that? So it, uh, the first um, three or four years, I did not do anything at all. And um, a couple of other podcasts were doing a Patreon page. And so I decided that I would do this and... And my wife asked, like, okay, are you going to be hurt if no one signs up to support you? And I said, no, first off, I don't expect anyone to sign up. But if they could, um, to help pay for some of the expenses, like, you know, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I pay, you know, um, I pay for part, Rob does our network, so he pays all the hosting fees and everything. So I give him a percentage of what I get on next on my Patreon page. Um, and then when I needed to buy a new headset, when I needed some, I, I, you know, getting a Skype number or when I need to pay for zoom, this helps pay for it. Um, I have, I have, I have not been, how do I put this Jeffrey? I have been more successful than I thought I would be. At the same time, not very successful at all. Um, I have seven patrons, you know, but each of those seven are incredibly supportive. Uh, you know, they give anywhere from a dollar a month to uh, a couple of them do $10 a month. And, um, you know, it's um, 
up until recently, I've let the music, the money sit there to, in case I, when I needed something big. Um, and you know, I just feel like they're sharing their love. I, I and I don't, like there's a podcast called a history of rock and roll in 500 songs, a guy by Andrew Hickey, great guy, really, really a wonderful podcast. And, and he is literally doing that. He is telling the history of rock and roll one song every week. And he does a bonus episode every week, a little 10 minute discussion of a song. And so if you're a Patreon member, you get an extra episode. So I thought, oh, that'd be a great idea, Jeffrey, right? I'll do a bonus episode. The problem is I, I just ran out of, what would happen is I'd have a really good discussion and I'm like, oh, I don't want to just say that for my patrons. I want everyone to hear this because it was so good. So, um, so I ended up, um, it, so I think the, the answer is, Yes, I am thrilled with the amount of support I have. I would love more, absolutely, but I just appreciate the ones who are there for me, you know, now. Yeah, that's great because, you know, uh, as podcasting goes, my one of my goals was always like, uh, if someone could, you know, DM me asking that, like, how do I start my podcast? Then yes. maybe like 50% I kind of win the game of podcasting. That's one of my uh, goals. Yeah, and it happened. Like that's one of the things that it actually happened. And you yeah. know, some people asked me to uh, review it. Some people asked me like how to do everything and stuff. So like, you know, interviewing like 50 guests, uh, you know, about podcasting and everything and stuff. I think I can have learned from interviewing guests itself, I think so. So yeah, I think, I think, I think that's also good. So uh, this is something that I also want to, you know, out of, out of the box question. So who was the last person that you made smile today? So um, I did discuss, I, I was telling you before we hit record, I did do a podcast this morning uh, with a wonderful Alice Ashcroft. She is a singer songwriter from the UK and we talked, we, we make that smile. Uh, my day job is customer service. I run a customer service team um, and I hope that I've made my team as we are very busy this summer, at least I've made a couple of them um, feel um appreciated and made them smile so I, I think that would be my team and then um on the podcast this morning i had just a a great guest and we had a good time oh wow, wow, that's awesome so a couple of people i guess yeah <laughs> that's a good thing to do okay uh so now you can drink extra water because i'm going to going to do a one rapid round fire, rapid fire round okay like i will ask you uh, like six questions and you can just answer in a uh, one or two points sure. absolutely and uh, It'll be like relating to podcast and kind of life kind of fun, funny stuff. So yeah, okay. kind, of, kind of that. So the first thing is, um, what do you like about podcast? I love talking to different people and sharing their stories, hearing their stories. Awesome. What do you don't like about the podcast? I don't like sometimes where um, the, the scheduling part of it. Right. Like mm -hmm. having to make sure you've got someone scheduled, reminding them, and then they yeah. forget. Um, that can be difficult at times. Okay. So what are the problems that you're actually facing in podcasting other than what you've said so far? Um, you know, I, I, I'd like to get more listeners. I, I have a loyal listener base, but I would like more people. I think some of the stories I'm sharing are pretty important. And, and interesting and I would like more listeners, but I haven't figured out a way to 
broaden my listener base. And and maybe I'm on, maybe it's unfair. Maybe Jeffrey, the idea there isn't that many people that want to listen to people talk to stories about musicians, but um, that is that is one of the things I I want to figure out how to do. Well, I definitely hope that God will definitely make that you know can definitely you. go out. Yeah, I can I can definitely do that. So next question is that uh, if you have never done a podcast for this five years, what else you would have done? If I had not been podcasting for the past five years, um, I I don't know if I would have been. I don't. I, I think. Um, I don't know if I would have done anything else creative. Um, I'm not a big uh, poetry writer. I, I'm not a big uh, writer, period. I, you know, like I try to keep a blog on my website. I'm really not very good at it. Um, I think um, I would have spent a little more time reading, a little more time consuming entertainment than actually hopefully producing <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, well, that's great. So final question is that now, if in case you want to get out of this interview, like we are doing it right now, if you want to get out of it, saying an excuse, what would that be? Oh, if I told you I, I needed to get out the interview right away. Yeah. What do your I, excuse would be? I would probably tell you I need a bio break. <laughs> so, oh, got a bio, you know, I, you know, as you're, we're watching on video, so I've been drinking. Um, so I'd go, oh, sorry, it's going right through me. I got to have a bio break. Well, you know, it's just, it's so funny because in the morning, well, you know, guest, I asked him, he said that as he said, stand up comedy himself, he said that uh, I'm having diarrhea. I would oh. definitely go to the toilet. <laughs> he was actually said that I'm like, it's weird what people are saying to this. And, you know, sometimes I have to be careful because I don't know whether it's true or not. <laughs> so, yes, it's true. For that. Yeah. Um, what I, every once in a while, Jeffrey, I have someone come on that um, for some reason, it's just it's not a very good interview. They, and, and I always blame it on me. I always go that I've somehow not been able to get their passion across the board. And so um, people always ask me like, how long is the podcast going to be? And I go, it depends. It depends on how many stories you tell, how many stories I tell, do we go off on tangents? Um, so, and it, when it is not clicking, I try to, pump it as much as I can, but then reach the point where we kind of, and it may only be a 30 or 40 minute podcast versus an hour or an hour and 10, like when usually mine go. And how do you know that actually it's interesting because I always wanted to know because for, for as long as I've, you know, interviewed people, I've never actually encountered, at least on my conscience, I haven't encountered, I don't know, on the guest side. So maybe most of the times it goes for like 45 minutes to hour long. So how do you actually find out that the vibe doesn't set right when it starts or in the middle? When do you actually know that? So I think it depends. And I, this is so simple, Jeffrey, but if I'm having fun, I assume that my listener is having fun. If I'm engaged in the conversation, if I'm enjoying the discussion, then I think they are. Um, like for this, I, I think you've asked really good questions and I hope I've given good answers, but I, I think we've had an interesting discussion. So I would, and then I have an agenda every podcast I have now, it's usually the same agenda. I have about six or seven topics I'm going to cover. Uh, we usually cover growing up, what kind of music you listened to as a kid, what kind of music did you listen to in high school? 
um, when did you first discover Bruce? Or if it's not Bruce, like when did you first discover the Back Boys? What about them made you listen? Have you ever seen them live? If so, how many times? And then we talk about specific songs. And then um, one of the questions I ask is, is there a song that you've, you haven't heard Bruce perform live that you wish you would? You know, and then I always end with the Mary question. And the Mary question is, um, this Bruce Springsteen has a song called Thunder Road. And in the song, um, the song ends, now Mary climb in. There's, um, you know, this town full of losers were pulling out of here to win. But the song doesn't say whether she gets in the car. The song ends with him asking her to get in the car. And so I always ask my guests, does Mary get in the car? And I get, a, it's been a nice way to end the podcast because all of them have different opinions and impressions. And I tell them beforehand, I go, okay, even if you aren't familiar with Bruce Springsteen, go listen to Thunder Road, read the lyrics, and then I'm going to ask you the question, does Mary get in the car? And then we'll have a discussion. Did she actually get in the car? Just, just ask. So, do you remember? Uh, do you? I, I don't know. Maybe if you remember, um, the Princess and the Tiger was a short story. I don't know if you've ever read the short story. Okay, so the premise of the story, and this is a famous short story, is a uh, young common a commoner uh, fell in love with a beautiful princess. Okay, and um, the king found out that they were in love and he arrests the young man and uh, and he sentences him to go and there are two doors there one of them has a lady a beautiful lady the other one has a tiger if you open the door the tiger will kill you if you open the door the lady you will have to be married you will go marry and live her life the princess knows which door is what is behind which door. So the young man looks to the princess and she gestures which door he should open. Now, the story makes the point she is a very, very jealous person and she is a very possessive person. So the story is, and the story doesn't give the answer, when he opens the door, does he see the lady or the tiger? And the story doesn't give you an answer. The Thunder Road is, um, I can tell you what I think happens. What I think is, yes, I do think Mary gets in the car. I think Mary um, is, is afraid, but she's, she's willing to take a chance. She jumps on and she takes a decision and, and she shoots this. But there are plenty of other people that go, no, Mary doesn't get in the car. There's a lyrics in the Thunder Road that says, um, have a little faith, there's magic in the night. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. So they're like, hey, he, he doesn't even call her a beauty. He says, well, you know, you're not beautiful, but hey, you're all right, you'll do. Of course she doesn't get in the car. She needs to find a man who thinks she's beautiful. So the beauty of the question is there is no right answer. There is just what you think. Yeah. Wow. And you know, not just two observations from his dad. If I was the man who was able to choose what the door is, I would definitely back up. I don't want the princess. I don't want the tiger. <laughs> That's right. back up like, I'm just going either way. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. I won't date your daughter anymore. Please yeah. <laughs> banish me from the kingdom. Absolutely. 
yeah and the next is that you know i th- i think some of the girls you know i think they probably don't want to praise you know get praised so much some people like just like getting teased rather than just praising so yeah yes. i think in that perspective mary might have gotten them car and uh, well, <laughs> yeah i think so just one thing i just two things i want to ask you is that one yeah. is for just more for my uh, you know my audience is that they, some of people are youngsters and mostly they are female so one i don't know how it actually came because we have seen my stats many listeners are actually female rather than male itself so what do you want to do those people like uh, is there a song you know in this quarantine time you know they are so distanced they're so apart so if they have a, in a relationship or they are in a cup or they a couple what song would they actually you know like uh, spring them back to that spirit you know this love and affection and everything what song would you suggest so there are a couple of songs that i share um people who are i get asked all the time so what's your favorite bruce springsteen song and that's hard to pick um so i i have a couple um one is um his song land of hope and dream and it is um it is if i had to pick one song i would probably pick that as my favorite um song um grab your ticket and your suitcase thunder's rolling down the tracks you don't know where you're going now but you know you won't be back darling if you're weary lay your head upon my chest we'll take what we can carry and we'll leave the rest big wheels roll through fields where sunlight streams meet me in a land of hope and dreams so that would be one of the songs the other song is better days i won't quote the lyrics from that one but that is the song is about that is um the idea that we should enjoy the journey that we too many people say um well when i get the kids out of college then i'll have fun when i get when i get that promotion then i'll be you know then i'll be good um the other song that i strongly recommend that i've listened to a lot during this times is um we are each other's angels um sarah hickman is not the writer she is the singer and um the lyrics go Sometimes you will stumble. Sometimes you might fall down. Sometimes you will get lonely with all these people around. You might shiver when the wind blows. You might get blown away. You might even lose your colors, but don't you ever lose your faith. We are each other's angels and we meet when it is time. We keep each other going and we show each other signs. I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you sir. That's very sweet of you to say. Yeah, it's it's kind of you know it's kind of like uh, I don't know, you know I had like uh, you know one college romance you know ever in my life so far yeah. because I'm just you know just an undergraduate and postgraduate yeah. and the songs it's is the only thing that actually kept my mind stable yeah, so far. I don't I I seriously don't know what I would do without it but it may also screw up my mind sometimes but I don't know but 90% of the time I think it's just actually uh, kind of uh, keeps me sane so yeah absolutely <laughs> that's great and thanks for reading our lyrics I think I think my audience is going to love it you know some oh, of well, those definitely say. Would, I appreciate that Jeffrey thank, thank you Uh, so one final question before closing is that uh, what do you actually give as the best tip the whole world if someone is starting out a music podcast out there someone who's talking about it what would the best tip that you give as for five years of podcasting 
so the first thing any podcast whether it's a music sports television comedy drama is you've got to love your subject you understand that um a, a friend of mine terry smith uh does a podcast um, music talk, which is where you pick a song from every decade you've been alive and you share that song. Um, he attended a master class in podcasting and they said that most podcasts don't last past seven episodes and very seldom of them go over a year. Um, and most of it is because they run out of content. They run out of things to talk about. So if you're going to do a podcast, you definitely should have a subject that you, you, what I say is if, if you and I would talk about this subject and we, even if no one ever listened, then it's, it's a good podcast, right? Because then we can do that. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Subject matter really sort because, you know, when I was start, starting my season three and four, I actually wondered what can I do? Like, shall I go and interview freelancing or whatever it is? And then I, you know, kind of stick in my mind, like we'll interview podcasters itself, like how they started and everything. I mean, like every single day podcast will obviously come up and uh, I may not run out of content. So yeah, I think that sort of an idea would be like nice and uh, it's going so well so far. So, wow. <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Jackson. It's, it's really been an awesome conversation. Like, it really be like me, you know. It's it's not easy to do for me to find someone to talk about Backstreet Boys. It's not. <laughs> I mean, like I love those guys, and uh, you know, for me, it's you know, in here people always like you know, uh, like some sort of my native language stuff. But I love English songs. I, I don't know why. I mean, like I'm not a hate hate over my native language. It's just that I just love that English pop and everything and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I think, I think that's one of the things. And guys, uh, we have talked about a lot of things in this podcast, like, you know, like music and everything and stuff. And um, one of the things I want to say is that music, when it comes to podcasting or life or anything, it will blow up. It will blow up your mind. So you just give it, give it this listen to a podcast and uh, definitely you should enjoy it. And Mr. Jackson, if someone wants to find your podcast or you know anything of your work, where should they go? Just yeah. some so um, set lusting Bruce. Or if you do a search for Bruce Springsteen podcast, um, I will come up. There's three or four of us. There's three or four other Springsteen podcasts, believe it or not. But um, my on Twitter, I am at Jesse Jackson DFW. The show is at Set Lusting Bruce. Um, if you do, and it's Set S E T Lusting L U S T I N G Bruce. Uh, you can search and you can find our website and you will find our episodes. Uh, please go check them out. And, and please, um, you know, send me a Twitter. My email address is setlustingbruce at gmail.com. I would love to hear from anyone that says, you know, I, I enjoyed your discussion with Jeffrey. Um, I'm passionate about, you know, um, Indian music. You know, I love Bollywood. And if they want to come to me and share their passion and, and about that, that would be great. Um, I love talking to people about what they love. And so, and I do hope they listen to the podcast. I hope they let me know what they like. And if they don't like it, that's okay too. Tell me why and tell me what I could do better. Okay? Because, you know, we're all just trying to get through the best things we can. Word you said when you said Bollywood, it kind of gave me goosebumps because I didn't actually know, you know, when you said some of that. So yeah, I think I think that really means a lot. Thank you so much for that. Okay. And-
and guys so i have given link in everything in the description like i said and there are timestamps also for the things we have discussed so you can go and check that out and thanks so much to jackson for coming out of the show and um, i'll see you guys in the next podcast goodbye <laughs> bye